Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good afternoon. I'm Lisa Labas, and this is The Rundown. Chicago students made the biggest post-pandemic reading recovery of any large urban school district. New research from Harvard and Stanford universities shows Chicago public school students fell far behind in reading during the first two years of the pandemic. My colleague Lisa Kurian Phillip reports the good news is they more than made up for it in the 2022 to 2023 school year. Growth in reading for third through eighth graders exceeded the national average by two-thirds a grade level. Researchers warned leaders to invest remaining federal COVID relief funds and academic recovery efforts this summer and into the next school year. Early voting is expected to resume Wednesday morning in Chicago and Cook County after a brief shutdown. Voting machines had to be reset following an Illinois appellate court order to remove a judicial candidate, Ashanta Rice, from the ballot. Chicago Board of Elections spokesperson Max Bever says he fears the disruption, which happened today after early voting began, caused some confusion for voters. Thousands of dollars were spent on advertising, especially to uh, non-English speaking communities, communicating this opening date. It's not being put in a good position where election authorities have to consistently have indefinite dates. Several other pending cases could still affect the voting process, including a ballot challenge to Donald Trump's presidential candidacy and a lawsuit against a referendum to change Chicago's real estate transfer tax. White Sox owner Jerry Reinsdorf wants $1 billion of public money to help build a new South Loop stadium for the team. Crane's reporting Reinsdorf and the site's developer have been meeting with elected officials and business leaders to stir up enthusiasm for their state funding pitch. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has been dismissive of using tax dollars to help pay for that project, but he's yet to rule anything out. New research shows people who live in southern Illinois are slightly more likely to become domestic terrorists than the national average. The study was from Southern Illinois University Edwardsville, and it found area residents reported higher levels of adult bullying and life difficulties. And those are two potential risk factors. SIUE political science professor Saranjan Wavatna says residents should report suspicious activity to authorities. If you see something... I think it's beholden upon all of us to say something, even if you're not 100% sure or if you don't have concrete evidence. The study shows there are some factors in southern Illinois that could prevent domestic terrorism, including higher rates of social interaction than in other areas of the country. And the Chicago area will see highs in the 50s starting tomorrow as this year's average February temperature continues to rise. National Weather Service meteorologist Mike Bardew says the region's warmest February on record was in 1882, but 2024, it's catching up. We're already in the top 10. Uh, We'd be basically like number seven or eight. Um, And it Based on the forecast, it's going to go up from there. So I would think that we would probably end up in the top five anyways. Temperatures will drop back into the 40s at the end of this week and get back up into the 50s on Sunday. Weather, sunny skies on this President's Day with a high in the upper 40s, clear tonight, a low near 30, and sunny and low 50s on Tuesday. You can find the latest news whenever you want at WBEZ.org or on your radio at 91.5 FM. I'm Lisa Labas. Thank you for listening.